Hi everybody, this is Peter and we are back again with an episode of the virtual podcast. Another episode dedicated to CanXR Virtual, the XR session of the Cannes Film Festival, which takes place from the 24th till the 26th of June. With us today, Robin Statham, founder and CEO of the Museum of Other Realities, abbreviated to the more. Welcome, Robin, and thank you for taking the time for us. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to speak with me, Peter. I'm looking forward to this. Thank you. So um, maybe for our community members who don't know you yet, uh, could you maybe introduce yourself, who you are, uh, what you have done in the past, or what your background and how you got into the XR industry? Yeah, so uh, I've been working on the museum for about three, almost four years now. Uh, and before that, I was an industrial designer. Um, and while I was working as an industrial designer, I picked up a VR headset because I'd been exposed to it briefly while I was in school. And I met my co-founder, Colin uh, Northway, who also created Fantastic Contraption, which is another uh, popular VR game. And we we actually met playing a, playing a game called Smashbox. So... We would uh, play this game, you know, lots of hours each day. And I saw that he always used his name, which was kind of interesting. Um, and eventually we got to talking. We realized we were both in Vancouver. So hmm. we got together, okay. we got coffee, and, and we were just talking about the game. But then uh, he floated this idea that he'd been kicking around for a, a virtual reality magazine, basically. And so quarterly, we would release uh, episodes and these episodes would each have like four short experiences packaged together. Uh, and so we kind of went back and forth on this. I think the first thing I ever actually did for the museum officially was uh, a sign. And at that time it was called there, T-H dash E-R, uh, mm -hmm. as in you go there to see things. Um, so in addition to the experiences, we, we decided to incorporate... Uh, our, our friend's uh, multiplayer API, uh, a company called Normal, and the uh, or the, the SDK is called uh, Normcore. So we decided to include Normcore uh, kind of at the last minute just to see what would happen so that people could be in there uh, together. And once we had that figured out, we realized, uh, so we kind of had these doors to each experience. Uh, you'd go through one door and then you'd, you'd be in that executable. Uh, and we realized that with just four doors, it was kind of um, barren. So we threw a, a little bit of art in. Uh, at the time, it was actually just art that we had made ourselves. And when we held our first event, we realized that people enjoyed hanging out uh, around the art and just talking uh, as much as they enjoyed the experiences. So then we kind of started to lean into the whole concept of a virtual exhibition or a virtual museum. And so I think for about two more years, we kept that going and closed sort of private beta. Uh, and then we got into a conversation with some investors who were kind of interested in becoming a part of the project and supporting us, helping us grow. Uh, we firmed that deal up, I think, around a year and a half ago now. And... Uh, at that point, we had kind of a public beta on Steam so that anyone could get into the museum. And, and at this point, uh, the museum had gone from being called there to uh, the more or the Museum of Other Realities. Mm -hmm. So we kind of continued to develop that, uh, continuing to expand the sort of virtual museum concept. And then we hit our 
1.0 in, I think, the very end of February, like February 25th or something. And as everyone knows, the whole COVID thing happened right around then. Yeah. Um, and I had also worked a little bit with Renee Pinnell from Kaleidoscope. Uh, and we, Renee had a, had a venue cancel on him really late. So he was looking for another way to hold his event uh, or it was going to have to be canceled. And I remember he came to me and we kind of discussed it and we thought, well, maybe we could just do it uh, in VR entirely. So Kaleidoscope's first look uh, ended up being held in VR only a few days after we opened. I think we opened like February 20-something and then first look was like the 28th. And the event was actually really successful. So... It was kind of cool because it brought uh, a lot of interest from a pretty unexpected area uh, to our... I mean, I guess it shouldn't hmm. have been unexpected, but we, we certainly didn't expect it. Uh, okay. And so then COVID happened, and, and now nobody could hold events. Uh, and so we started speaking with a, a number of different organizations about moving their festival uh, into our museum. And the first one of those that we did was actually RAM. Uh, which is yeah. held, I believe, in Hamburg. It's a virtual reality festival, and yeah. and they weren't able to do a, a physical um, festival this year. So we spoke with them, and we managed to pull something together on a blisteringly short timeline. I think it was like a month or a month and a half. And uh, we ended up showing all the works that they were going to exhibit at the physical venue in VR, which was uh, really fun, actually. And yeah. I think I think we're going to do it again next year. So that's uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, the, if you compare the the more uh, with other um, multiplayer event uh, spaces in VR, uh, the look and feel is quite surrealistic. Uh, I guess uh, is it possible to build your own venues on the on the platform? Is it an open source platform, or or how does that work? Uh, well, we right now build uh, everything. So we kind of have a hand in implementing all the art and uh, all the spaces. And and with VRAM, we were pretty hands-on with how we were putting everything in there. Uh, we're looking to expand that tool set so that, as you say, anyone can build their own event space and, and host their own event. Mm -hmm. We're working with a number of organizations to make that happen. But uh, yeah, right now it's it's hands-on and it's us, uh, which is what's happening with CANS, I think, uh, the reason we're speaking today is your uh, relationship with Ellie and Cans, and so yeah, correct. We're currently uh, implementing all their work, and we're going to have the uh, Tribeca uh, wing, the Positron wing, the Veer wing, and also uh, a development showcase. And yeah, so, could, you, could you tell us a little bit more about the partnership with CanXR? Uh, so, what can visitors expect? Uh, how will it be accessible? Yeah, so it's accessible via tethered VR uh, only, unfortunately, just because of the uh, performance requirements. Yeah. We're working on expanding to uh, standalone headsets, but it's a slow process and uh, fraught with lots of technical um, <laughs> challenges. So, yeah, it'll be available on tethered headsets uh, on Steam for free for the days of the festival. And it's going to include everything that was to be shown at Cannes XR. Uh, it basically in VR. So the way it works is there's a whole bunch of different rooms. Each room has uh, props from the creators and also the executable of the 
the piece that they were going to show. So the way it's working right now is you uh, run your hand through a beam of light and then it pops you out of the moor and into uh, their executable, be it gravity or the line or uh, mm. queer skins. It's going to be okay. a, a really interesting show, I think. So basically what that means is that for the days of the festival, all of the pieces that are being shown are going to be available uh, virtually through, through the moor. Okay. And will uh, all the panels and keynotes and conferences, will they also be held inside the moor? Actually, no. Uh, we're going to hold the panels on mostly Zoom, or I, I shouldn't say we, uh, Kaleidoscope and Cans are, are working out the details, but they, they're going to be holding most of those talks and panels uh, via Zoom conference. And we'll okay. uh, possibly be streaming that into the more. We're still working out the details on that, but uh, I certainly hope we get the chance to uh, just stream all the talks into yeah. our auditorium uh, spaces. So people can stay inside the more so, in, so yeah. in VR all the time. Yeah, I think that would be fun. It's uh, unfortunately not everyone has access to a headset and not everyone's comfortable speaking uh, on a headset. So we haven't actually moved the conferences and talks all the way in. Um, but I hope in the future that we'll be able to hold more events like that where speakers are uh, inside the venue. So the, the museum is not accessible on PC, but I, I was talking to Ali and he told me that um, there will be like a video production team inside the virtual reality environment, the museum, um, <laughs> shooting content, which will be broadcasted on, an, on a website or on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not in charge of the um, production team and we we haven't spoken with uh, the cameraman who would be doing that yet, but we do have one uh, person on our team who is going to record video during a lot of the events and we also have the ability to um, broadcast static 360 video from uh, any point in the museum. So what we're going to do for the event is just be broadcasting a feed of 360 video from various points. Uh, so whenever you go to the uh, the more stream, that you'll be it. able to see uh, sort of a window into the museum, even if you don't have a headset to access it yourself. Yeah, that was actually what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah so, yeah, so partnering uh, with festivals and events, is that part of the growth strategy of the museum in the future? Is that where, you, where you're going? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we've got a lot of irons in the fire. This is just a really fun way to work with a lot of talented creators and curators uh, mm -hmm. and kind of see what comes of it. That's how we've always developed things is to just, um, you know, pursue an idea. Experiment. And then in doing so, kind of determine whether or not it works for all the stakeholders. And thus far, I think the format uh, has been pretty well received by the public. So uh, yeah, I, I hope we get the chance to do more of this. And, and if that becomes a growth strategy, then uh, I, I figure that's a good way to go. Yeah, because I read in your press release of the fundraising, uh, so the press release regarding your closed investment round in 2019, yeah. that you're also looking to expand into other markets like education, for example. Is this about corporate training mm -hmm. or more artistic trainings or... Uh, I think it would lean more towards artistic training just because that's our strength. I mean, there's a lot of great platforms out there that do education, I think, better than us right now, certainly. Um, and so I'd like to focus on our strengths, which is just sort of uh, exploring new ways to interact with uh, with people in new media. Essentially, that's the core of what we do. Um, and I think that Uh, the more we can expand that, the the better, and the more the more rewarding it'll be for our customers and also for us. Yeah, and is that can we expect something soon about that, or is this on the long? Is this something for the long run? Uh, well, 
You mean the education thing? Yeah. Uh, I think that's more of a long-run thing. We're working with uh, HTC right now to be a part of their uh, Vive XR suite, which should be interesting, and that's going to probably trend towards education pretty significantly. And we're also looking at partnerships with a number of different museums that will bring their uh, collections to uh, anyone anywhere in the world. So I think uh, in that respect, you can look forward to seeing some of those um, trees bear fruit over the next year. <laughs> okay. And what more can we expect from the morn in the coming months or year? Uh, well, I think we're going to be holding a number of uh, exhibitions in uh, alongside festivals. I think you can look forward to seeing a, a, a bunch of those. And we're going to continue to build out the platform. We're going to have a new mind-blowing piece of art in there every day. And uh, I hope the public will, yeah, I hope the, the public will be able to see uh, and, and, and let us know their, their feedback on all those events. All right. So to be honest, I must confess that I haven't attended an event in the Museum of Other Realities myself. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, thank you for this pleasant and interesting conversation, Robin. And see you next week at Connex Hour Virtual. I will see you there, Peter. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.